Welcome to Breadcrumbs. This is the prophetic journal of a girl who's more than happy to eat the crumbs off the master's table. If you're like me, then listen and be encouraged that even in the whispers and mere shadows, our God still speaks and he has a lot to say. Here's what she sees. I'm dressed in black from head to toe. She's quick to assure me that it's not creepy bad guy black. I'm walking through a forest that is poised between autumn and winter. The trees are stripped bare of their leaves, but there isn't any snow on the ground. There is a thick mist that keeps me from being able to see anything except a golden glow of light a few feet in front of me. She says that even though the Lord hasn't been giving me the broad picture yet, He has been leading me step by step, and I am following the lamp unto my feet. She revisits the black outfit and she explains, saying, The black against the mist, it's you as a contrasting, complementing agent in the world. You're always standing out against the background, but you're made for exactly that purpose, to complement that which is different. That right there is when I started to cry. They're just such redemptive words for such a painful reality. And it goes to show how much crueler we are to ourselves than God is that the things we say about ourselves to ourselves are much less kind than the things he says we are. Complimenting, it's just not a word I would have used to sum up a lifelong pattern of seeing things differently than the group I'm in, of the internal battle that goes on, of me feeling very compelled to speak it out, but knowing it'll be really uncomfortable and it will work in awkwardness where there wasn't awkwardness before. A little bit of tension here and there, a little bit of distance growing between me and them, sometimes all-out loss. It's usually kind of a mess. That seems to be the way it is with prophetic voices. There isn't anything prophetic about calling out something the crowd is already chanting. It's about hearing a pure note in the middle of the discordant thrum and calling that out instead. So contrasting, yes, yes, that I accept, but complimenting, that one's harder but I do hear an invitation in this word to see it like he sees it, to see me like he sees me. The word compliment is defined this way. It's something that fills up, completes, or makes better. In the moment, it's really hard to see how my seemingly contrary position on things helps the group I'm in, makes it better. But of course it's true. If you've listened to a good choir with all the parts, then you'll know. And if you have a brood of wildly different kids with different personalities, and the house doesn't feel the same when one of them's away, then you'll know. And if you've read what Paul says about body parts and building stones, then you'll know. So, yet again, I find myself there in the white mist, standing in stark contrast in my black clothing. I'm about to contrast really loudly and really jarringly, but I'll keep trying to see it like he does that somehow my obedience to speak out the contrasting thing is making things better. And this is for all of you who are dressed in black with me in the white mist, not able to see far enough ahead into the fog to see how it's all going to shake out, but just moving forward one step at a time, speaking out the contrasting things, plucking out the pure note that we know is true in the middle of a lot of noise. Believe him when he says that you are a compliment to the voices around you. You are making things better. 
If you want to interact with any of these episodes, if the Lord has spoken to you about similar things, then I really want to hear about it. This podcast has an Instagram account over at Mildly Prophetic. I'll put that in the show notes. If you hop over there, you can share the things you've seen and heard. You can ask me questions. Basically, you can add your breadcrumbs to mine. And if we gather them all up, then what a feast it'll be. The next thing I saw, it didn't quite f- It didn't perfectly fit with the series that I was being taken through. And yet, it sort of acted as the thing that explained all of it. I was left knowing I'd have to figure out what to do with that fourth piece of art. I knew it would take work. But that somehow everything would come into alignment. It was all a little messy. None of it was particularly beautiful. Neither the couch, nor the room, nor the pieces of art. But I knew they had to fit together. I knew they would. It's the story of my life, really. As a friend put it recently, having to pass through one thre- one threshold into another, into another, to come into the place we now are. And interestingly, it was after that that I passed into my fourth. into the fourth test of the dream and it's the one that actually fits me best it's the one that represents where I'm at now maybe it's the one that that actually sums up the gift and the gift he's put inside me best
I have never, ever, ever gone. I have never, ever gone along with the group just because they said so. Deep in me was the natural inclination to question. As lonely as it can be, it's always been very natural for me. It's been much more natural for me to stand apart a little. To weigh and sift everything that other people are telling me I should think or telling me I should do. only to set my foot on the path only once I've gotten good and clear about the way I was meant to go even if it meant I wasn't going the same way that the rest of them were. Sometimes people mistake this for a contrariness, just for the sake of being contrary, but it's not true. There are times you will see me right in the middle of the pack, doing as they do, but it's not because they said so. It's because, after weighing and considering, I knew my path was meant to, that my lot was meant to be thrown in with theirs, this time. Most often though, I am an outlier. I'm the one resolvedly speaking out the different thing. Rather than being driven by the narrative, I am driving it. I am driving it. I suspect that that particular gift of mine. And yes, painful though it can be, it is a gift. 
it's going to be amplified in the days ahead. As I pass these tests, and he shows me he's pleased with me, I'll be given more responsibility. And as I grip the wheel and steer resolutely onward and speak the things he's telling me to speak, more and more people will listen. That last piece of art will slide into place. The necessary adjustments will be made. It'll feel like a bit of a squeeze. It'll take a while for everything to settle. But then it'll click. Everything come into alignment. And the great gear of my life will steadily turn onward. And if God is willing, I'll be used to make great change. Both change I can see and change I can't. Not yet, anyway. I woke, I woke up this morning to a to an article posted by a man that I woke up this morning to an article and this was a little and there was and a paragraph from it really caught my attention God hides something from us not because he likes to rob us of the joy of a dream result but because we need the transformation that tech that takes place on the journey between door number one door number two and door number three and door number three to be able to access what we're looking at behind door number four if you're looking for X thing to happen and don't know how to get there it's usually because you have previous doors waiting for you to go through four doors, four pieces of art, three already in place, one that still needs to be positioned. There's been a kind of unlocking inside me these days. 
I feel it. He's worked so hard to get everything into position inside me. I have not been an easy pupil. I haven't been an easy student. But I think we're getting there. And it's starting to and it's starting to produce a kind of shift all around me, wherever I go. As if my unlocking is unlocking others. I've been dreaming this week. About thick walls built into circles and about rivers flowing into them, breaching them, cracking through them, penetrating. And filling their inner courtyard with living water. Breakthrough. It's been a picture of breakthrough. Last night, I stood with a man. He was in a robe that represented being a kind of disciple. We were in that inner courtyard. I could sense the thick wall encircling us all around. And I placed a hand on his forehead in a kind of prayer and I felt the water begin to come life flowing towards us through us all around us we're all coming to life right now we're all being invaded and penetrated by living water where once it was dry, where once we were walled off. It's a good season we're in, a very good season. <laughs>